All right, what's up? Welcome to another edition of Sunday Pour, fresh off our live election show. A great monster success, if you ask me. Um, still waiting. We, we could have still been taping, and we've still been waiting for a winner as we sit here as Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada are sitting on all these votes. Just let us know what's going on already. Battleground states getting, getting their five minutes of fame over here. Let's bring in my cousin Ant, see how he's doing, see if he wants to call any of these states tonight himself, make it official. Maybe not. Ant, how's it going? What are you drinking tonight, my man? I'm drinking our sponsor, Heaven Hill. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, nice little ad we threw in there. Official. I mean, official sponsor, official bourbon of the Sunday Pour. <laughs> well, we have a few official bourbons. Yeah. Sunday Pour. It's a shared title. But a prestigious title, nonetheless. Yes. And big thanks to uh, Brother Boatload and Uncle Titty, a.k.a. Tony D. Yeah, nice to have him on the other night. Thanks to him. Thanks uh, to intern Lyle for, for helping us out as well. And thanks to everybody who tuned in for the live show. And if you didn't tune into the live show and you're supposed to, you go fuck yourself. You know exactly <laughs> who you are because you fucking you stuck it right up our asses. And we, we're on our list now. We're on a, we got a nice list. It's not very long. And it's not as nice. It's not nice. You're on the bad list. And, Checking it uh, twice. I don't need to check it. It's, it's ingrained in my mind. I know what's up. I know, I, know, I, know, I know where we stand with some people now. That's all. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right. That's, that's it. But, Quick question before we get into this. Wanted to bounce this off you. Yeah. Where do you stand with Jimmy Garoppolo these days? Uh, he's out of sight, out of mind. Nick Mullins is, uh, I mean, he's going to be, we're going to talk a little bit about, a little bit about uh, backup quarterbacks later, and Nick Mullins is big, big part of that conversation. But Garoppolo, I, I just, I, beginning of the season, I was like, in, I was in wait and see mode. Like, here he is, healthy Jimmy G. Now, I just, I'm not sure. I, I don't care if I want to wait and see. I don't know if I want to wait and see. I'm not sure if he comes back next year if he's automatically a starter for this team. Where do you stand with Jimmy G? I am a little bit of a Jimmy G truther. I do like him more than most. I just don't understand. You think Nick Mullins gives them just as good a chance to win as Jimmy I mean, G? Uh, I mean, I, now that half the team is not even playing, like they're decimated. So I, I don't know if it really matters who's playing quarterback, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm going off, what am I going off of? Because like this year, he hasn't, he wasn't anything like spectacular this year, Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. And last year, he was, I mean, he was, he was just there to not fuck up, basically. Right? See, I won- give him a little, I give him a little more credit than that. Yeah, he had moments, but it was, it wasn't like he carried that team last year. No, it's just I don't know what more the guy has to do, right? He he goes, he's I mean, you know, he's staying healthy, staying he- staying healthy would be first. Okay, that I'll staying, buy. Staying on the field would be healthy. Yes, that I'll buy. If if your main concern with Jimmy G is health, then I'll buy that. In terms of on-field performance, is he Brady? Is he Manning? You know, Rogers? Is he one of those guys? No. But his career as a starter, he's twenty-four and eight in the regular season. You include the postseason, twenty six and nine, and it's seventy five percent. He's winning at seventy five percent a clip. And okay. it feels yeah. like and it feels like San. It's just like common knowledge that San Fran's going to move on from him. 
Is that right? I was just I didn't, didn't even know that. I just that's the I way just... they're making it seem, and I've only skimmed a few articles, and they already have like you know people writing this shit. Five uh, locations Jimmy Garoppolo could go to next year. <laughs> and it just feels like you know he had his time in New England. I don't mainly I don't want him to go back to New England because I feel like he knows that system, and Belichick would welcome him with open arms. Uh, yeah, they'll turn into yeah, I'll turn into. What you I think was he thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled when they got rid of him because I saw something in him, and I was pumped when they uh, traded him away. You know, he he studies under Brady for all those years. He steps in when he's when Brady's got the suspension. He's two and zero before he got hurt the first time he got hurt. Then he gets traded the next season to San Fran mid season. Takes over a shitty Niners team and goes five and zero down the stretch. Okay. Next year, he gets hurt. He goes one and two as a starter, gets hurt. He's out. That's the second injury. Follows that up with 13 and three Super Bowl appearance. And now we have this year, the third injury. So if the injuries are the main concern, I'll buy it. Performance-based, I don't, I don't know. I feel like he gets ter- talked about like he's Kirk Cousins. It's like, can't, can't there be some middle ground? He's not Kirk Cousins, and he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's a little in the middle. I think what, like, like last year, I think we – we saw what he could do. I think we thought there was limitations based on he's coming off an injury. And we wanted to see him take a step forward this year after that injury. Now, maybe there was, you know, the training camp situation, the no preseason games, maybe that held him back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we saw him take a step in the games he was, he was playing. And like, uh, I just, I don't I think he was, he's been inconsistent at times. Or more, I think not just at times. I think throughout his career, he's been inconsistent. I'll Throws that. in some clunkers. Yeah. So I don't. I just. Um, yeah, I think it's just we. I think we see unfulfilled potential. Even though, yeah, the number, the, the winning numbers are really all that matters to the quarterback. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're throwing for 400 yards a game or 75 yards a game. If you're winning 75 percent of your games, that's an incredible number. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just from his individual play. I think people expected him to be a little more Brady and a little less Cousins. Okay, and he's somewhere in between. Unfortunately, that that that's not good enough for yeah. What let's the, say what the expectations were. If 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 Cousins <coughs> if Cousins is a fifty and Brady is a hundred, I mean, if, uh, this may be like the worst way to do it. But uh, so if if Cousins, if Cousins is fifty and Brady's a hundred, Jimmy G somewhere in the sixties probably. I'll give him a little better than that. He's not halfway. He's not. He's not seventy-five. I'm not saying no. That. No, he's less than seventy-five. Mm, I don't know. I think he just does what the team asks him to do and wins football games. He's, I mean, he's won pretty con- not. I can't say consistently because it's really been one full season. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not ready to give up on him. That's all. That's my only thing. I'm not gonna saying he's going to come back and win back-to-back MVPs. Much fair, yeah. No, I just, I'm still curious to see what he can do fully healthy for, you know, for now. Will we ever see him fully healthy now? But I'm still curious to see what, what he's got. Cause I, yeah, like I said, injury is a, a legit concern. Before he got hurt the first time, he was really good, I feel like. But before, before what is it, high ankle sprain or <coughs> blood his knee or something that running? I feel like it was really good. With the Niners. Up, with the Niners, yeah, leading yeah. up to that. And that I think that's probably you compared to the, the beginning of that season. They want to see more of that, and I don't remember the, like it was actually after after the trade when he got traded mid season to San Fran, and he took over. I think it was like a two and nineteen, okay. and he yeah, won. Yeah. He rattled that five in a row. And he looked unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it looked like they got a, an MVP. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that's probably. And I think he he built he built up expectations. I think almost a victim of his early success. Well, I mean, that's what you want to live up to, though. I mean, that's what people look for. I'm not not sure if you're a victim of it. I think it's just you know you set the standard high, and then you have to find a way to you know maintain that standard. Yeah. All right. I didn't I think, want to make this the Jimmy G episode. I just like <laughs> these people who think like Nick Mullins could just step in. It's like Nick fucking Mullins. Like I just turned the game on like early, uh, late first quarter. Like this guy's mm-hmm. throwing ducks all over the place. Like give me a break. He had a nice pass, but uh, back up the fifth tight end, whoever was back there, uh, fucked up the catch. He should have end zone. It. Yeah, that should have been. Oh, he, that should have been oh, a pick right there. That should have been a pick right this there. This guy stinks. <laughs> Nick Mullins. You People told, act like they you, don't miss anything when you, Nick Mullins plays. You you were you were watching the Dolphins game where you said that Garoppolo was you were calling picks, you know, as he released. Them. Oh, he was awful. He was atrocious in yeah. that game. That's exhibit that's that's like at the top of the list for Jimmy G haters. That game is probably number one. <laughs> he was terrible. So all right. Well So uh we found the, one another thing that the Chinese are better at. What's that? Counting. Yeah, Jesus Christ almighty. We're still going. So going. A couple of things. Did you listen to any of the show? Because I uh, – Yeah, I didn't, really, I didn't, I, wa- I didn't want to because I felt like it was going to be a shit show, clusterfuck. Uh, but the parts that you put in – Well, listen, I, I, le- I left 120 minutes on the cutting room floor. <laughs> there's, three, there's three segments that add up to just over 120 minutes. Oof. That we that are unreleased. Yeah, we're up to about three a.m. Yeah, I mean Trump didn't talk until two. Right. So I mean, we had to we had to do our due diligence, and uh, we had to you know stay the course. And if you do an election show, you got to cover you, the election. Yeah, your boy, your MSNBC guy. He's, he was he's still up. I don't think he's gone to sleep yet. I know he's never worked as many days in a row in his life, Cornette. I, I know. And you should see. I forget where it is. I think it's. Uh, I think it's in Pennsylvania that they they said that they give the counters some time, like a day off or something. Yeah, or they're going to, but it was just basically like organizing. Not there's they're, they're just not counting. They're organizing the next round of counting. But <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a joke. I you mean, would think is, they'd be you would think they'd be prepared knowing all these ballots were mail coming and, in, mail and ballots. But I mean, this is all like this is all kind of the, the plan. This is the whole reason that the joy was put into the post office to kind of derail that kind of shit in Pennsylvania specifically for some reason. Mm-hmm. And you can't count certain ballots until, until Friday for, in some places for some reason. Allegheny and, County, I think I saw. Right. So it's like uh, they, they plan for this. They, 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 they put laws into place to make this what, what happens. And it's also, you know, Trump could get on there and, and kind of cry foul as the process pl- plays itself out. Like, motherfucker, you put these processes into place. Like, your people put these processes into place. If anything's run afoul, it's you and your administration. But that's not what, you know, that's not what they want you to believe. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a complete, uh, it's a joke. It's a, it's all political theater. And it's, I mean. Equals good ratings. These networks are loving it. That's a good point. They're going to miss him when he's gone because Joe Biden is not going to bring in these kind of ratings. But there'll be a little no, more. No, no, will not. There'll be a little more sense of calm. Unless, unless of course, uh, his wife keeps feeding him lines, as we heard. Uh, what time did he talk the other night? I don't think he, he was just after midnight. He was yeah. 12 15, 12 30. Yeah, and his wife was feeding him lines, which I think is like a Reagan thing. I think Nancy was feeding Ronald lines at some point. 
Yeah, it's not a great sign. No, no. But uh yeah, yeah, I try to leave the the, 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 the good stuff in. You can listen like the end of the segment. Like I I didn't even put the music in at the end because I I just as I was doing it, I'm like, I'm not gonna edit all these fucking segments. <laughs> like, yeah. It was nuts. And then as you you could kind of tell at the end of the last segment of what it's what's what we put out, um like we started to kind of go off the rails, but it wasn't too bad at that point. Yes, if you think the end of the episode was going off the rails, you, <laughs> you'll see. Uh, we'll release the hidden tracks at some point. Yeah, yeah, they're there. I maybe got inauguration day. I, maybe it might just be. I don't know if it's inauguration. Full weekend in February. That that might be like a live studio audience. Maybe our first live studio audience, which would be just like I don't know, your basement or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, couple, couple of things. Great conversation. Godfather two conversation we had. That yes. was unplanned. Great conversation that Bob, the, the Bob Seger song was for Chevy. Looked it up. Yeah. I looked Ford. that up too. I blew it forward. And I saw Tom Petty at the PNC bank art center in Jersey. PNC. Just, okay. Yeah. I just kept saying PNC park. Cause I just didn't remember the rest of that shit, but yeah, that's, uh, I had to clear up a couple of things, but yeah, check that out. Brother Boatload was on segment two. Godfather conversation came on sometime in the second half of the show and started going off the rails. But yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what's on those last two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it started to get a little nuts after hour three, hour four. <laughs> we started seeing two a.m. It uh, got a little. It, it got a little dicey there. Yeah, there was at some point we just kind of knew that we were. I mean, if if we put it out there, I was like, nobody's gonna listen to it. It's just five hours in. Nobody's gonna be listening this long anyway. No, I think I I, I meant to even actually text you and tell you, just kind of, you should release it in segments almost. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I'm gonna. I'm 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 keeping those three that I have. I'm keeping those on the shelf. I haven't listened to them yet. I don't plan to listen to them anytime. I mean, maybe I will, but I don't have any. Immediate plans to listen to them. Yeah, do I? Uh, let, let it marinate a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some some parts of gold on there. They'll age. They'll age a little. Yeah. That yeah. Hopefully. Uh, probably not. They're probably not going to age too good. So, well, <laughs> I mean, I think I called it for Trump at some point. <laughs> Early on. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I called it like at nine thirty. I'm like, this is over. <laughs> that might be, actually be in the show. Yeah, I went back and listened. I don't, I don't think I heard that, but maybe, possible. Did you happen to look up any of the uh, the results locally? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You did. Yeah. I've always told look- people. I've always told people where we live is like. <clears throat> I've always explained. It. I'm like it's around like fifty five, forty five red. Is that fair? You think? I don't worry about where we live. I don't know about that. You think it's higher? No, I don't think so. Because only like East East Haven and North Brantford were red. Everything else was was blue. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, like not like. like well, that, uh, that's kind of what I'm going on is East Haven. Like 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 Oxford was red. Well, Oxford, but, yeah. But I mean, everything. Well, it was Wallingford? Was blue slightly. Okay. But it was that, that that was like almost legit fifty fifty. But it did go. It did swing blue this time around. All right. I I always considered it fifty five forty five. But yeah, my town was actually sixty forty Biden blue. Yeah, Bi- Biden took your town. Biden, t- Madison, Guilford, like just smoked it up there. Did he? I didn't yeah. look at those. Yeah. 
Madison was like 60 percent, sixty four percent, something like that in Madison. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you see like this, like some like the the places like a little more off the shoreline. Uh, I think like Holland and nice Oxford, Monroe, like those places. I think were all red. Well, yeah. Once you start moving away from yeah. water, actually, Monroe might not have been, but that's yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of red more that that part of the state, central and north. West kind of places like that wasn't wasn't the blue wave that people <laughs> that no, some some no, people but, were holding out hope for. I'm not sure exactly where those people live. I, I'd like to see where I'd like to see the neighborhoods they live in when they step inside and think that this blue wave was coming. Because when I step outside my house, I don't see it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't see. I mean, it's it's a pipe dream. I think there's hope, and I know we're seeing right now, like Pennsylvania's. It, it makes they say battleground Pennsylvania is going like down to the wire. All these, the fact that Georgia is going down to the wire that's, that's crazy pro- to me. That's that's probably the blue. I think they were kind of hoping like Texas, maybe Florida, maybe, and that would have been like blue wavish. Yeah, Georgia I, I, turning Arizona is kind of would be uh, considered blue wave. Georgia definitely, which Georgia right now looks to be dead even at least as far as yeah, it's, Ge- well. Three thousand um, vo- votes. Uh, two thousand right now. Oh, okay. Less than two thousand looks like in Georgia. Oh wow! Unless Kanye's got, unless Kanye's got a big hand in this, we'll see. And this is where I mean, all the lawsuits like going out like immediately are a joke. Like there was even like they're still casting ballots, and there's lawsuits coming down from the campaign. I mean, it's all an obvious power grab. The, the whole thing, like stop the stop the count. What are you talking about? Like, how is how is anybody in their right mind being like, yeah, stop counting votes? Like, this is over. Like, what are you, what are you talking about, bro? bro just, could you? I don't understand. I don't understand that part. Like, how are you fighting for America and for democracy? But you're like, no, 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 no. We're not counting all those votes. <laughs> I wish we could have stopped Game Five after Judge's home run. Yeah, like, seriously. All right, that's, that's it. That's it. it for us. That's it for us, man. Um, yeah. Bro, could you imagine? Did you these people you referenced the people protesting outside? Did you say? Did you mention them? Uh, well, I didn't mention them specifically, but yes, I, I stopped the count. I mean, that was that was Donald was tweeting that, and there were right. people protesting in Michigan and Arizona and stuff. So, man, can you imagine if I called you up the day <laughs> after an election, and I was like, "Bro, you got the news on? You." you you see this shit? You thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I'll come grab you in 20. We're going to town hall. We'll stop at Home Depot, get signs, and we're, <laughs> we're fucking making it rain outside the town hall. Tell them to stop counting votes. Should, should Perfect, I pa- bro. Pick me up. Should I be packing heat? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, be, ARs, I'm not, fucking I'll be, everything. I'll be These there. people are fucking mental. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing, like they, they, like all summer, they were like, "Oh, look at these animals in the street protest, like, uh, peace, quote unquote, peaceful protesting." You're going to actively try and derail election results, and you're telling me, like, you're, you're almost worse than the looters. Like, looters are just stealing from like Macy's and uh, Bloomingdale's. Well, and I shit. wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go that you're, far because it is. You're trying. You're trying to steal an election. You're trying to it's derail just sticks democracy. And stones, though. They're, it's not like they're. I don't know if they're really having an effect. It's just they're psychotic. I still would say looting is worse. I I think that stealing I think that stealing material I'm not look, they both suck. 
I'm just saying. If they were storming, like, these places and actually... Oh, like, right, yeah, yeah. There's that, not actually... Yeah. That would be worse than looting. That's... Yeah, okay. That's it's fair. probably just the psychotic, though. That's... Yes. Mentally, it is equal. Like, right. I could understand the, 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 wanting to steal something out of a Macy's window before I'd want to <laughs> stop a vote count. <laughs> like, I can understand stealing more, like... Yeah, possessions I, more than an election. How can these people even consider themselves to be like part of American democracy if you want to just fucking stomp it out as it's happening? I, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It seems to be the antithesis of everything they're supposed to stand for as an American. Yeah, and I know we're heading for a recount, obviously, because it's so close. But could we get through the first count, please, before we <laughs> move on to the second count? Like, come on. Yeah, he was already wanted a recount in Wisconsin. Wisconsin's we're going like, to get one. They, I think they had one in 2016 in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. And, and Trump Joe, had... Joe Stein paid for it, and it was like 320 votes or something, or 170 votes or something. Yeah, I read it was 131 extra votes to Trump, and it didn't even really matter because yeah. he won. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, they don't want to do it. If, if you call for recount in Wisconsin, that's the rules. You have to pay for it. Um, and oh, like, I already saw this fucking shit. This fucking made me so mad. <laughs> these funds, I think it's both sides are doing this, setting up these funds where uh, for legal fees or something. Uh, Is that what I saw? Go, it's like kind of like a GoFundMe right. for Thomas. Uh, Je- I don't even know. Thomas Jefferson is not happy with the state of our union right now. If you donate money to that, I want to know who's donating money to that. Oh, there's so, those are more people that. Oh, there's a, I know there's a lot of people. Well, there's plenty of people. They should be wiped from the planet. I'm sick of these people. COVID tries doing its best. Jesus, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so, uh, nation divided. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's ugly and it's stupid and wow, that's a bomb. Yep. Was the cornerback even running? Did the cornerbacks <laughs> did the cornerback sl- the receiver had to slow up to catch that? And I think the cornerback sl- slowed up with him. Yeah, yeah. he called a catch, a fair catch. <laughs> Jesus, I'm waiting for it. Man, oh man! Did you have any? Did you have any inkling to take the Niners tonight? Uh, I took them on the Twitter on the Twitter page. Uh, yeah, it was. It oh, seemed no. like it seemed like too many points. Oh, it man. did seem like too many points. For all that uh, Nick Mullins trash, you gave him a little bit too much credit there. Yeah, I, just, I look for the value, yeah. though. you know, And I'm the sucker for the home underdog. Yeah, like a decimated home underdog? with not they don't, they don't have one offensive skill player that was in last year's NFC Championship game. Yeah, <laughs> and like the nothing. defense is still there. Mullins stinks, though. They should have scored a touchdown. <laughs> it should have been 7-7. And then Mullins throws an awful pick. Yeah, he stinks. So, you're right. I should have, ta- I should have known Nick Mullins stinks. If that's your point. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're open, the whole part, you're open, you're opening to the show is how this guy's useless. <laughs> well, he threw, the pi- he threw the pick, and that's what made me think of it. So, I was like, right. let me leave a little Jimmy G. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, uh, do, do you, we have to have an answer at least of who who we think is one of these states by the end of the weekend, right? End of the weekend, I would say yes. I would say it should be released by late Friday night. I would think Pennsylvania tomorrow. It's so ridiculous. Just count the votes. I mean, let's go. What are we doing? Just yeah. I got a bunch of paper in front of me. Why has North Carolina been at 94% for what feels like two days now? Did they just, did they just stop? Did they call it? 
No. They're still counting? Well, I mean, I could I don't know. It's been, at the, it's been the same vote. I'm going by Google, but it's been the same vote count forever. I don't know. How's the, how the, how's the public school system in North Carolina? <sighs> Fuck knows. That <laughs> <laughs> might explain it. Yeah, so, yeah, they're that's, staying steady. That's the other thing. Can you imagine the people that are working in these places? Oh, I mean, they God. just... Uh, yeah. Uh, it would be... I can, I can only imagine like the people that work up here they're just like so ingrained with the community and that you know they're they're the kind of people that are not being being part of the community is a good thing right I'm not trying to knock that but I mean these people like live and breathe oh there it is Mullins all right uh you feel like live <laughs> live and breathe for like their civic duty and that kind of stuff and like I just I can only imagine like the gargoyles they have the gargoyles they have working down in like North Carolina, Kentucky, oh, and shit like that, Georgia. Although, can you imagine if you're working in Michigan or Arizona and you got people outside with AKs? Like, how are you going to go to your car at night? <laughs> I don't want to go out there. I know working at Planned Parenthood doesn't look like so bad in your job now. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, next time you complain about your job, just remember you could be counting ballots for uh for a week <laughs> That's you know, straight whatever i tell you what i'd be done by now if i was just fucking dump them out in front of me yeah i, just, I mean they, i guess they didn't think to you know maybe bring in a few extra people with all the i just went through COVID all, ballots i just went through all my baseball and basketball cards in like two nights to like from when i was a kid to get rid of all the trash ones i mean i was oh, two, really? two nights i could do the balance yeah like I mean, pretty... yeah. I mean, just bang them out. Let's go. It's amazing. How hard could it be? It's amazing the amount of cards that hung on to, man. And they're just all useless, just worthless trash cards. Yeah. Like, like, just so many bad players I don't even remember. Terrible. Yeah. Then, like, a bunch of, like, Andy Hawkins cards. I'm like, ah, why do I keep all these? Why do wow, I throw you? Andy Hawkins. Why four nothing, I... no hitter he threw. And, uh, and a four nothing loss. Yeah. Well, I still should have thrown out the cards. 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, so I did I find know. a Pat. I did have, I did find a Pat Mahomes card. Oh, Pat Mahomes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Who did he, who did he uh, pitch for? Uh, I don't even know if I hung on to it. I think I might've hung on to it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say pitch for shit. Royals. Pa- Padre. <laughs> Royals would make too much sense, right? Oh, that would make too much sense, but it's possible. Was he a journeyman? Pirates? Is that right? Is that accurate? You're looking it up? Or just guessing no, stuff? I'll, I'll look it up, though. I'm saying Padres. I saw the card, and I still am not sure. I'm saying Padres. Oh, it was not the Padres. Well, who was it? What year are we talking? He pitched for a bunch of teams. <laughs> uh, the card I got was probably, I don't know. I have no idea. 1989? I have no idea. Yeah, twins from ninety two to ninety six. So it's okay. probably the twins. Okay. Right. Red Sox ninety six to ninety seven. Then he went over and played in Japan for a couple of years. Came back to the States, Mets ninety nine, two thousand, Rangers oh one, Cubs oh two, Pirates oh three. That's good. He did play he did finish with the Pirates. All right. Pat Mahomes, journeyman. There you have it. Um Yeah. Does doesn't Patrick Mahomes have a godfather too that played baseball or something? Mm. Latroy is related to Latroy Hawkins or something? Am I making is that, that his up? Godfather? Am I making that up? You, 
if you passed it off as fact, if you were a little more convincing, I would have just went along for it and been like, yeah, you're right. Would that make you – That's a good call. Would that make you dislike Patrick Mahomes a little bit if LaTroy Hawkins was his godfather? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on Mahomes. Like, I don't love him. He's great. But I don't really – I don't know if I like him or dislike him yet. He's just fun to watch. Yeah, he's great. He's You just admire his ability and his talent. And he hasn't really um, he hasn't really hurt us individually yet. That's why it's you don't really hate him because you can't. Yeah, my team's not my team's not good enough to get anywhere near the Chiefs. So yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, if you if he was although we are playing them week fourteen, I think so. It could be it could be the beginning of a rivalry. Could be yeah. me, not not the Dolphins and the Chiefs, but me and the Chiefs. That's fair. Me and Mahomes. Well, get t- Tua. He's you know you never know. It could be his coming out party there. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Yeah, he could put up a few points against uh, against KC. Yeah. All right, let's stick with NFL football here. We've been talking, we kind of teasing it for a week or so, but we were we we were going over how we were kind of enamored. At least I'm enamored with like backup quarterbacks. And there's uh, we're talking like how we have like the the rookie quarterback who has never had a never had a snap in a league backing up a guy. There's always the uh, the journeyman backup quarterback, like a, like a Matt Barkley or something like that. Um, there's always guys like that kind of sprinkled around the league. And I always kind of love to see when these guys get their shots, see what they do with it. I loved, I love seeing uh, Danucci for the Cowboys go out there, 21 to 40, 180 yards, sacked a bunch of times, picked off a couple times, or lost a couple fumbles. I mean, uh, that was fun to watch. There's a guy like you feel bad for him, but then you're like, well, he's a cowboy, so uh, it was easy to easy to easy to root against them, even though you know this probably the guy's only shot he's gonna get. And now the Cowboys, this is a big week for the backup quarterback in the league here on Thursday night football in prime time. You have a backup quarterback starting, your boy Nick Mullen. Mm-hmm. Uh we have uh Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert will be getting a start for Dallas this weekend. I didn't even see Garrett Gilbert. Neither of them has ever started a game. Uh, Garrett Gilbert, just so you know, two for six in his career for 40 yards. I think it was one, I think, I think it was mostly on one completion. Um, he's played for Carolina and Cleveland. Uh, Cooper Rush, one for three with two yards in his career. So that's gonna be fun. That's because Danucci's not, wasn't very good. And, uh, McCarthy said he wanted people with more experience out there because the game is so fast. So he got these two guys with nine career attempts between them and uh dalton got covid so there you go uh we're gonna see jake lutton in jacksonville jake lutton that's gonna be interesting uh, as they take on houston mike glennon will be backing him up i mean just some gross names coming out um this past weekend we saw i'm gonna like go quick over the rank as they got three three guys two already mentioned but I think this past weekend, Mullins had maybe the best performance of anybody. It was all in garbage time. And it looked it, – it made, it made the 49ers look a lot better. It's probably why people were leaning towards the Niners tonight. It was because of Nick Mullins' performance in the second half of Sunday's game. Right. They don't miss anything without Jimmy G, apparently. So, Well, I, tonight they're missing it. Although, uh, yeah, I mean, the team is so banged up. Who knows? Um, the other guy who had a big performance – was Chad Henney. Came Chad out, Henney. Yeah, oh, yeah, came, right, right, came right. Out, came out in the second half, a little garbage time against the Jets. Three for four for 17 yards, pretty solid. 
Super, Super Bowl champion, Chad Henney. There you go. And even Tommy Townsend got in there for KC, one for one for 13 yards. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Tommy Townsend. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, who do you think we see of, the back, of these backups first? Okay. Uh, not this week necessarily, but for this year. Do you think we get Case Keenum coming in for Baker? Okay, Keenum. Let me write these down. Keenum, Cleveland. Yep. All right. Jameis in New Orleans, who we're always going to be on the Jameis watch here. I just I want him to get his shot down there. Okay. I think New Orleans becomes uh I mean Breeze is Breeze and he's a be, you know, he's he's better all around, but Jameis is a little more exciting than Breeze. He just makes him a little more high flying, if not, you know, more dangerous and exciting. And if not more turnover prone. Um, when he's in there, if he ever gets in there. Or do we see John Wolford, which is Goff's backup, after uh, Goff had a, rough, had a rough day against Miami, and then he has, uh, you know, the uh, lewd text messages about his coach's girlfriend. Yeah, I still don't think that would affect him. But... <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, no. McVeigh's very proud. Have a hot girlfriend. You know. Yeah, exactly. He's walking <laughs> around. He's walking around some swag. Uh, I would say no to Wofford. He's a distant third because I think okay. I think uh, McFay's going to go down with the ship with uh, Goff. Jameis, uh, I don't know if you read anything into it. Drew Brees was limited in practice again today. Shoulder. Yep. yep. He, he My... played it off. He played it off though. He said he's he's getting old. He's He's always uh, right up on Wednesday. He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Keenum, because I think the only way Breeze gets in, I mean, sorry, the only way Jameis gets in is to an injury to Breeze. I don't think Breeze would be benched for underperformance. Now you, you're you're saying it could be like a 35 to three blowout in the, one of these guys I'm, plays. Doesn't matter. Yeah, first I, there's no rules here. Okay, so we see first. Yeah, I'll stick with Keenum just because I already said him. Okay. I can see yeah. Baker getting benched, having a bad first half. I could see him getting hurt. He's been banged up, right? Like I don't know. It's Cleveland. Like I feel like Case mm-hmm. Keenum has to come in at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Keenum. Um, we thought we might get to see Chase Daniel this weekend, but I guess Stafford's going to play. Yeah, I saw that. Chase Daniel is uh, Chase Daniel's pretty bad. The the do you know who backs up uh, Russell Wilson? By the way, no. This might be the this might be the worst drop off from. It's more because Russell's so good, but this might mm-hmm. be the worst drop off from starter to backup. His backup is Geno Smith. Oh, you know I don't. I that's don't a big. Know. That's a big drop off. <laughs> Geno Smith. <laughs> I feel like you. I know your backup quarterback can't be great, but you got to do better than Geno Smith. I feel like. Yeah, you do, especially when you have a team at Seattle that's going to be, you know, in contention. I mean, you can't, you can't have a guy in there that's just going to – that's basically a white flag. Can't do like it. Like, if Russell Wilson broke his leg on Sunday, I guess the trade deadline already passed, right? Yeah, I mean, they're going to, they're going to have to try and find anybody that they can. Yeah, I was going to say trade to... for Fitzpatrick if something happened to Wilson, but you can't even do that anymore. No, I mean, you need to, like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know who the free agent is. I don't know who's out there who's available. But you cannot ride with Geno Smith into the playoffs. You know, go you find know. someone like the replacement. We were talking about Gene Hackman. He goes and finds uh, <laughs> he goes and finds Keanu on uh, Shane Falco. There you he go. Goes and finds someone working on a boat or whatever. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd go searching high and far the entire country before I gave the keys to Geno Smith. Go get Romo. Yes, Romo. I go get Favre. Pull, <laughs> yeah, pull him out of retirement. Yeah, pull him out of his Levi's. Anyone but Geno Smith. Wrangler, that's that's Wrangler. a bad job. If that's your backup. That's really bad. Yeah, yeah, not great, not great. So I think, uh, yeah, as far as I don't know the the power the backup backup QB power rankings. Uh, they've swayed a little bit in the first half tonight, and Mullins is no longer the top seed. Um, I don't know, and I don't, and, and when you have like when you're like the Bears and you have two starting backups, I don't know, like you're you. It's like you don't have two. What, what's the saying? Yeah, you did. You never. If you, you have, have two, if you have uh, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Right. So if you have two backup quarterbacks, you really just have two backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. What about um, is Matt Moore still in the league or no? I didn't see him when I was going through him. No, I didn't see Matt Moore. Because I know he actually kind of came out of retirement last year to play for the Chiefs. So, yeah, go to him. Anybody? Yep. There's uh. There's so Matt much. Moore, Matt Moore, and Chad Henney have Super Bowl rings backing up Mahomes. Two X Fins. There you go. There what you a go. fun fact. <laughs> So, all right. Well, Ant, you got back. You have gotten hot in the picks. You had three and all last week. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I have a ridiculous run of two and ones. I don't know. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's... It, do you think you go three and zero or zero and three first? Zero oh, and three. Yeah, probably zero oh and three. I, I anybody <laughs> <laughs> anybody who any any of you uh, young whippersnappers out there who like to do your parlays. My co-host is living, breathing proof that parlays are stupid. <laughs> because if you were if you were taking his three picks and parlaying them every week, you'd be, want to put your head through a wall. Bet bet them straight, and you're hitting at sixty six percent a clip. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't do parlays. Don't Once do in a while, they're fun. If you're up money, you're up a few hundred. Maybe you're up a G. You want to throw fifty hundred bucks on a parlay? Okay, but they they don't pay. They're sucker bets. Yeah, or would you would you say if you don't bet that often and you want to have a little bit of fun, do that as well? Like I guess. You, yeah, you, you want to look. You want to look for the big payout. Okay, then that then that's okay. But I feel like the bookie's just like, yeah, okay, we'll take your money. But yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. If, if you're not if you're not somebody who's going to chase all the time, like ah, oh, you're happy with losing fifty bucks just for the entertainment, then okay. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So you've gotten hot. You are five zero oh, and one the last two weeks. Yep. Great, great, great uh, way to write the ship. Uh, you beat me head to head last week. You had that Denver game last week, and Philly was your no no brainer pick of the week, and that ended up being no contest. So nice right. job, at nice job by you. The hat is back to back week one and two. Yeah. You're retiring. You're retiring the hat. I might have to. Maybe we'll do one post show quick. All right, all right. So. Uh, you got anything to say about uh, I don't know about um football Any in general? These... Backup backup quarterbacks. We'll get it right into the picks. Uh, no, I don't really have much on the backup quarterbacks. I almost I wanted to debut a game actually, not right now. Yeah, but I was I was just cycling through backup quarterbacks. Yeah, randomly, random years, guys I'd never heard of. Okay. And they they sound a lot of them sound like male porn stars. So I wanted to play a game male porn star or backup quarterback. Okay. 
I could do that. Yeah, we'll debut it at some point. All right. Um, it's not really, really, not really fair since you've memorized all the male porn stars. Already. Well, I'll give them to you. That's why. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I don't really have much on the games this week. Uh, we'll, we'll just get into it. We'll get you gonna go first since. Yeah, you're on a. Yeah, you beat me. That's two how we're going. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess the, st- the standard or the uh, president has been set. I have three games in front of me that would be that would fit under the joint pick. Okay. And then I have, I have like six or seven games written down in, as alternates in case we do have joint picks. Six or seven games I don't really love, but I'll talk myself into it if well, I have to. Yeah, I did. I I started to kind of get into my picks this week, and then I got sidetracked, and I was filling up for somebody at work today, so I had to do his work, and that was just uh, it was a mess. But I got I got I got enough in front of me. We'll all figure it out as I go. Okay. Um, let's see. Game number one. So all right, I'm gonna. This is uh, my no brainer pick of the week here. No brainer. Yeah, Jacksonville debuting uh, a, a rookie quarterback nobody's ever heard of. Um, they have a terrible defense. They were, they had a terrible offense with their starting QB, uh, Gardner Minshew, who's gone, done for. Uh, Houston is going over there, favored by six and a half. They have, Desha- I mean, it's it's going to be the Deshaun Watson show. That's pretty much all. That's pretty much it. Full, Fuller's back. Uh, Cobb is, you know, he's got his his uh, his hodgepodge of receivers that he can he could pepper with with passes. And uh, David Johnson can run all over the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be a blowout. I don't see Jacksonville hanging this game at all. Six and a half is not enough, even for a team as, uh, that's fallen off as much as the Houston Texans. But I'm going with Houston with six and a half. Houston, six and a half. They were one of my alternate picks, but not enough to make it a joint pick. Fair enough. My first pick, and I – Honestly, I've had my eye on this game for a couple weeks. I was interested to see what the spread would be. And it checks a few of the boxes that I like. I'm going with Washington, minus two and a half. Giants, spirited effort on Monday night. Came up just short, you know, playing the team. Big underdogs, big effort, come up just short. Uh, and I think people are going to look at that. The things I'm going to look at is maybe – even though it's a division game, a little bit of a letdown after that. They're on a short week. Washington's okay. coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I like Washington. I, I think they got a little something with Kyle Allen, and I think after this week uh, with Philly on the bye, I think Washington's going to separate themselves a little bit from the rest of the, the division and uh, kind of announce that it's a two-team race. So give me Washington laying the two-and-a-half. Man, if you – if anybody ever makes up a Sunday poor drinking game, mm-hmm. you got to do a shot when you, when you mention Kyle Allen. Because once a show, <laughs> well, without, without a doubt, Kyle Allen is in that. That's my contribution to the backup quarterback. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah, see, I, I kind of, again, with my, my whole mindset, it, there's not, no rhyme or reason to it, but I don't consider him a backup because he's been starting for a few weeks now. Yeah. Even though he is a backup. So I guess, yeah, I don't know. He, he's, the, he's the starter. He's the official starter. Has he actually been named starter? Or is he just kind yeah, of was no, like, was it a, was it a spot start that just kind of ended up with him starting, whatever. Yeah, right. I mean, he, they there sounds like they're shopping Dwayne Haskins, so I'm pretty sure that All right. that he's yeah. a starter. All right, so we can if you if you want for the discussions, you can consider them. Whatever it doesn't matter. It's uh, 
there, there, are, there are no rules with my backup quarterback rantings. Um, game number two for me. Uh, Tennessee's favored by six at home yes. against the Chicago Bears. The Bears are a team, I just I don't understand them. I don't get them. They play a bunch of close games. Uh, it's, it always seems like Foles is struggling, though. And I, I don't understand it. And, I mean, they're five and three. They've lost a couple in a row. Um, lost the OT versus New Orleans this past weekend. Lost the Rams a couple weeks ago. Tennessee is coming off, is, has lost two in a row. Uh, surprise Bengals this past weekend. Pittsburgh took care of them. Um, yeah. And I, again, I just don't understand. I don't get the Bears. I don't get them. And because I don't get them, I'm going to go with them. Getting the six points, they they just they're oh. always they're always in tight games. I mean, Tennessee can run the ball, but I feel like that kind of plays in the Chicago's hands a little bit. Where if, if, it, if it's going to be a ground game, then they don't have to worry about kind of keeping up with them in the air. I know Tannehill can sling it from time to time. He has been struggling lately. I'm not calling for him to like fall off a cliff here, but I don't. I just don't see them blowing out Chicago. I see Chicago keeping it tight. Um, as they're both kind of desperate for a win. So give me Chicago getting six in Tennessee. All right. I actually had Tennessee as an alternate. Not enough to go against you. Um, my case for Tennessee would just be – that's more against the Bears, I guess. Uh, the Bears, I don't think they're that hard to figure out. I don't think they're well coached. I think their offense is pedestrian at best, which works into the coaching a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I would just take Tennessee. Then why are they always in these games, though? Like, I agree with you. They're, their offense is not good. I mean, if a running back. Yeah, Rams, was, Rams smacked them around a little bit. But yeah, it was, it was one game, though. Right? I mean, they're always – they just went to OT. The, the, they beat the Panthers, beat Tampa before, before all that. I mean, they're in these games. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't get them. Like, you're right. What, what I, I hear what you're saying. But what, what the, the outcome doesn't kind of fit the – you know, the narrative there. I think the most, inter- the most interesting aspect of that game is how god-awful the Bears' offense has been against how god-awful the Titans' defense has been. Something's got to mm. give. I think that's, that's the storyline heading into that game. Yeah. Um, I'm not, Montgomery's not Henry, but, no. but, like, but, he, can, but he, can have a, he can have a little bit of a day. Not that he's gonna, you're not going to have like an Eric Dickerson type day, but he can have a little bit of a day that kind of keeps – Keeps the ball in Chicago's hands against that against that bad defense. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, like I said, I just don't understand how they're always in these games. I'm not. I didn't want to be the the, the defense. It's. I think it's the defense. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Defense is what it is. But I just feel like that offense is so bad that there has to be. Uh, I mean, Foles has shown nothing that it's like that excites anybody. It's been such a disappointment. Since he was in, it was yeah. like when he when he jumped in, like oh that's it, that's the hurry point of the bear season, and he's been just as bad as Trubisky. So yeah, I would at least argue that Foles is a little better in crunch time. Like he sent the game sure. to overtime. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, Trubisky had that one game against the Lions, but Foles had the game against the Falcons. Foles mm-hmm. had the fourth quarter comeback last week that sent him to overtime. So I don't know. It, they just find they they just find a way to to. Stay in games. I don't know. That that's my only thought process there. I don't see ten, like Tennessee could very easily win by touch ten ten point yeah, one by ten or something like that or a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. But uh, 
that's like things kind of get a little bit out of hand, and I don't see this game getting out of hand. This is a this is like a ball control game to me. Okay, okay. All right, pick number two. You got the Bears. This is going to be my uh, don't overthink it pick of the week. Just look at it, take it, and live with it. Going up to Buffalo and taking Seattle minus three. Mm. I'm just going to go with the premise here that I trust Russell Wilson and I don't trust Josh Allen. Josh Allen continues to miss receivers, his airmailing guys, and Mm – I know, you know, there's a red flag. The Seahawks defense stinks. It is not good. Mm-hmm. You know, even even though last week a lot it was a lot of garbage time. Uh, but I'm not sure if Buffalo's D is very good either. I know they've been banged up most of the year. I just don't – I don't know. I know that they've had injuries, but I feel like they've been a little disappointing too. They were supposed to be this top five defense coming into the year. And it's like yeah. they're not as good as Pittsburgh. They're not as good as even the Colts who mm-hmm. have, who've had a good year. Baltimore – uh, who am I missing? KC's defense probably better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even know if they could. Uh, I don't even know if they could really take advantage, like having that advantage over the Seahawks. I think that there's going to be some points scored in this game, and uh, if if it's going to be played in the high 20s, early 30s, and I'm only laying three with Russell Wilson, and the guys got. I mean, we referenced it back when they played Miami. Russell Wilson's like 19 and one straight up in the Eastern Time Zone or something like that. Crazy. <laughs> No, I don't know. Who knows if that means anything? Uh, I do not have a weather report for Buffalo, <laughs> which, could, which could be a factor. Let's see, look it up. Oh, it looks like it's clear. Not clear. 65 degrees. Perfect day. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to say Seattle moves to seven and one. And uh, I'm laying a short number. So Seahawks minus three. Pick number two. Okay. Yeah. Like automatically on paper, just Seattle at Buffalo. You know, you, it's Russell Wilson's everything you're you fear and betting against, mm-hmm. um, and then the whole like West East thing. It seems like a like I don't want to touch that game just just for that reason alone because I don't know. And yeah, you're right. If he his, his number is great in the Eastern Time Zone, but even still, you don't know what kind of effect going West East has and has these guys and the defense and all that kind of shit. So for me, it was a stay away. But I mean, if you had to pick just... if, if you had to pick one in that game, it's definitely Seattle. Yeah, I'm just trying to make adjustments because in the past, yeah, I've home, a loved home underdogs, b loved the contrarian play, and now it's just I have to make adjustments without crowds, COVID, all that. I feel like some bets just look they look too good to be true, but they're not. They're just they're right there for the taking. Just grab it. Yeah, there's. Some, I was listening, and, and I only reference this guy because I have a lot of respect for him. But I was listening to JJ on the way home tonight. Yeah, and he, and he picked the Niners in this game, uh, and he was like, and his whole big point was to be contrarian. I'm like, well, sometimes, sometimes there's a reason that everybody's picking a game, they're picking a team. It's because yeah. McMullen stinks. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't hammer them only because betting, no, against yeah. the pu- betting against the public. I feel like, yeah, but there's some where you want to be. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it makes sense to stick with the public because there's just it, it's it's overwhelm, overwhelmingly in favor of one team over the other. Yeah. And I can always make a case. I mean, that's why the number, the number is so good. You, you can always make a case one way or the other when you're trying to work it out in your head. You know, one, sure. once the game starts, you're like, well, of course, of course it didn't make sense the way I was thinking about it. So easy for me to say as uh green Bay is up 21 to three here in the third, but ah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just, the contrarian pick. I like the contrarian pick, but I don't think it's a good enough reason to go with the game. Anyway, moving on. 
onwards to better things and bigger and better things here at. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, this is where I got derailed from my picks was the third pick. Uh, I think I'm going to go to Sunday night where you have New Orleans visiting Tampa. Tampa's coming off a lackluster effort and a win against the Giants. Uh, went down to the last play. We know all about that. All about the Giants' shortcomings. Um, I think they have a rebound week. Antonio Brown is there. I think we're going to see what we saw with Brady and Brown uh, the first time around in, in New England where he just kind of threw it his direction against uh, the Dolphins and got him involved and and just reminded the world how good he was. I think we kind of see a little bit of that on Sunday night. New Orleans, you know, I mentioned they don't have as much firepower. Yeah, they have Kamara, who's amazing. Thomas might not be playing. Um, and Tampa's defense is really good. I think they'll find a way to, you know, not not stop Kamara, but they'll find a way to neutralize him. And I think Tampa wins this one. Fours, not the number of my choice, but I'm going to roll with it anyway. Uh, Tampa Bay four-point favorites on Sunday night against the Saints. Well, we have our first joint pick because Tampa wow. was my third. Well, Tampa was my third pick. A uh, couple things before we have to give our alternates. The Saints are such an unimpressive 5-2. and two. Yes. It is unbelievable. They have had close calls really the last four games. Um, some of them on the verge of being blown out. You know, you look back at Detroit a month ago, they fall behind 14 nothing before Detroit does what they do. You have the Charger Monday night game where they were down late. Uh, you have the Bears last week where they were down 13-3, looked absolutely lifeless, and the Bears let them off the hook with a late first-half touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the teams that they've played, Lions, Chargers, Bears, I'm missing a team. Panthers maybe they played the last four weeks. This is going to be a little bit of a step up in class where if they fall behind, I don't know if Tampa's going to let their knee off your throat. I think you could just be in for a long night sure. with that defense, with Brady. And Breeze has actually struggled down there in the past. I don't have the exact numbers, but it, even when Tampa wasn't good, I feel like the Saints were always in for a dogfight down in Tampa. And I think Breeze has been able to silence the critics this past month just because they've been finding ways to win. I just have a feeling Monday morning, uh, you know, the breeze is washed narrative could uh, be making a return. Oh, maybe we see a return of Jameis in Tampa. We could be. Maybe we're getting calls for Jameis on Monday. So, joint pick. Maybe we see him in the second half of this game, and which would derail our our pick completely, but that would be something else. That would be great in Tampa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you got to root for the Saints. You got to root against the pick yeah, if Jameis comes in. Yeah, it have to, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> – Okay, that was that was standing. We'll we'll say that for a second half bet. Well, if that's that's noted, okay. So if we'll, Bucks first half, yeah. Then. Well, that's <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, then yeah, then wait half, like wait it. and see if uh, if Jameis makes his appearance. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now I'm gonna make an alternate pick because that's a joint pick, first ever Sunday poor joint pick. Yes, first ever. Okay. Uh, so now I gotta go on the alternate. Shit. All right. Let's see. Um, you want to make your pick, and I'll kind of think about my next. I know this is kind of going out of order, but you can have it. Uh, I am got a few in front of me. I'm trying to. Do you have a Vikings line? I got Vikings by four. Yeah, now that Stafford's playing, I don't think I could take that. And that's kind of they've had some COVID, right? That game might not even happen. I mean, it's gonna, it's probably happen, but wait, I'm not saying? gonna take that game. I'm not laying four points with Kirk Cousins, anyways. Oh yeah. 
They had a COVID test, right? Yeah. It was some was it the Lions and the Vikings had a guy too? Yeah. Oh shit! My couldn't understand my own handwriting. I thought it was Denver, Minnesota, it's Detroit, and Denver's Atlanta. <laughs> it was my handwriting it was all fudged up. Uh, yeah, Detroit. Detroit had the COVID. There's a bunch of teams with COVID this week, and it's uh, it's been handled pretty well because nothing's canceled. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it handled well or not, but um. All right, so let's see. I think. Oh man, this is very. I'm gonna have. A, I'm debating between a couple contrarian plays right up JJ's alley. <laughs> All right, I'll do mine quick. Okay, go All ahead. Right. Um, I didn't have this game on my radar, but uh, again, rookie or quarterback making his debut against the staunch defense. Pittsburgh has rolled over teams this year. I feel like they can just kind of wake up. It could be a letdown type game. You never know. But Dallas is just so bad. And we mentioned it last week. Sometimes you just got to pick the punching bag and bet against them. So give me, give me Pittsburgh with four, getting four, or giving 14 to Dallas and Dallas. Oh, wow. I was uh, – Dallas on my short list. Take them, Mats. I mean, I, I'm not going to talk too much shit because uh, I already lost one of these. How could you take that team bets? But uh, – by all, by all means. I just feel like it's so many points in an NFL game. Yeah, but the, Dallas doesn't seem like an NFL team. Their line is decimated. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's. You saw what Pittsburgh's defense did to Lamar last week. They, 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 they took. There were no. It was like no problem. They made Lamar. They made Lamar look pedestrian. I mean, it was a, it was, right. a, it was a game, but I mean, like they, it was they, they kind of took Lamar out of it a little bit. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do something that I really. All right, I'm not gonna take the Cowboys. <laughs> all right. Even though I do, I, even though I do kind of like him, I don't want to. I've already taken him once, and I feel like I don't want to just be the guy who keeps taking him because they're zero eight against the spread. Eventually, they have to cover, so I'm not gonna take the Cowboys. I'll let you have the Steelers, <laughs> even though I, even though I even though I do think I do think you're gonna be sweating that game out in the fourth quarter. I don't think it's gonna be as big of a layup. But you're right. Why am I gonna bet on Cooper Rush? Or, or um, Garrett Gilbert. Or what's eating Garrett Gilbert? Yes, him <laughs> too. Uh, so I'm going to do something that I really did not want. To, uh, Denver was also on my short list, but I, I don't having, – having Denver last week was enough because they, they stink. They're not very good. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do something very dirty. And I know this team's going to burn me. I, just, I already – I've already conceded to the fact I'm going with the Colts. So this uh, is a pure right. contrarian play. What do you have the number at? Uh, Baltimore by one and a half. It went down too. I rechecked it and it went yes. down. There's something missing here. Yeah. Something All the so. money, 70% of the money is on Baltimore. And this game opened at three, three and a half. And it's down two points. I'm not exactly sure what I'm missing, and I'm probably going to look stupid come you know four o'clock when Baltimore's up two touchdowns. I could, I it would be much easier for me to make a case for the Ravens right now. My only case for the Colts is this contrarian play. There's something Vegas knows that we don't know on the surface. Yep. And number two, I guess the case here is the Colts have a top five defense, even though I'm skeptical and they give Lamar a little yeah. bit of trouble. Yeah. Lamar has had trouble against big time defenses. And uh, I, I'm just, 
I mean, Philip Rivers is definitely going to burn me. So why <laughs> even? Why I'm not even going to talk anymore and make a case for the Colts. I'm doing it. I'm locking it in. Uh, Colts plus one and a half. So, Disgusting. So I, I write down all the games and the lines, and like as I'm going through them, I like if I have a note or like a thought as I'm writing them down. Yeah. It's the only game I had any note for as I wrote them down this week, and it was just a question mark. Like, like what? Same thing. Like, I couldn't put into words why Indy was the pick here, but it just seemed like you had to pick Indy if you were going to pick that game. Bet numbers, not teams. Yeah. That's that's the old adage. Just look at Team A, Team B. Look at the percentages. Look at the line movement. The, and that's the culture of the pick. And I'm not even going to think about Phil Rivers. Fair. Having money on fillers is just is terrible. <laughs> never, never a comfortable feeling. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the bet numbers, not teams. There you go. There there's, you have. There's it. your picks for week nine here on Sunday. Poor. That's uh, I got Houston six and a half point favorites. I have Chicago six point underdogs. I have Pittsburgh by fourteen in Dallas. And as to go with, uh, we have a joint pick, Tampa Bay on Sunday night. Four points against New Orleans. Yes, I have uh, Washington minus two and a half, Seattle minus three, and the plug your nose special, Indianapolis Colts, Colts getting a point and a half. All right. I think that'll do it for the Thursday night edition, Friday a.m. show of Sunday 4. Unless you got something else in it, we want to... No, nothing else. Just remember, democracy might be dead, but Sunday 4 is not. See you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, God. Oh, I just got fucking murdered. Yeah, that blindside sack. <laughs> you got to feel like Jimmy G feels that and scrambles for at least 15, 20 yards. Yeah, I I never said that. I thought Jimmy G uh, Mons was as good as Jimmy G. No, but some people have almost implied it, like they could just plug Nick Mullins in because Kyle Shanahan is a genius or something. Well, <laughs> don't make excuses. It was a short week <laughs> this week. No, they'll make excuses. You'll watch the Nick Mullins apologies will come out next week. Oh, they will. <laughs> All right, we you gonna give the hat one more chance here, Ant? Oh, shit. Let me grab it. All right. Nice. Yeah, I, had too, I was really hoping to not have an alternate this week. Yeah. Cowboys, Houston, Colts, Denver, Tennessee, Minnesota were all the teams I had written down. As. <laughs> I mean, if you have six, if you have, uh, if you have six alternates, you have no alternates. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> backup quarterbacks. <laughs> I did not like the I did not like the board this week. I think it was just because it was challenging. That's why I kind of I was a little more I was trying to lock in a little bit more to it. Uh, All right, yeah. let's do the hat. All right, what's the Give hat? Give the hat one more shot. Have a winning week, hat. I mean, come on, just embarrassing I mean, yourself. I mean, we let you pick for six weeks without a winning week, so let's not <laughs> let's not go too hard on the hat. All right, Denver plus four. Is that the line you have? Uh. Denver plus four, yes. I like that pick. I like it just because it's anti-Falcons. Yes. It scares me, though, because Denver stinks and they could easily get blown out by the Falcons. Denver's not a team like that. I don't know how they have like, three and five or something like that. Like, how three do, and four. How do they have so many fucking wins? It makes no sense. Saints. Saints are going against Sunday poor. I mean, the uh, hat is going oh, against Sunday poor. Oh, fuck you, hat. Fucking hat.
Hats planning on seeing Jameis. Hat is banking on Jameis. And then, ooh, New England on Monday night. Did you give any thought to them? What do you have, seven and a half for them? Yeah. Yeah, I gave no thought to that. I didn't want to touch it at all. And then uh, <laughs> heard a great conspiracy theory that mm-hmm. that Belichick might want to tank these games to the Jets so they can't get Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still don't think Belichick would ever want to lose to the Jets. No, I think he's going to torture him. Or do his, they do, do play do each other. Best. They do. They do play each other week seventeen, though. Right. That would. Be, I could see. I could see him taking that game. Yeah. That would be. Yep. That would be the one. If he did it. Yeah, <laughs> he did not. It. Not now. Because <laughs> they're still in the wild card race. We'll talk about that next week. But. Oh yeah. There's some AFC teams that have a potential right now. They don't look great, but I think they have the potential to make a run at the wild card. Do like a little first half check in on Monday. Yeah. We gotta. Yeah. Now that we're well past this first half. <laughs> well, no, I mean week nine is the. Oh, I mean, if, right, there's week yeah. eight, if there's a week eighteen, then it's the half point, halfway point, right? Uh yeah. If there's eighteen, no, your math is right. You didn't even to check that for you. Amazing, there's, there hasn't been a week eighteen game in, in uh, included yet. All right, so I have not, I have nothing. I have not, nothing has been called yet. <laughs> It looks. It What's looks that? like nothing has been called uh, for the yeah. election. Oh, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm not expecting. If it's called by at the end of next Thursday show, I'll be impressed. Uh, well, I'll be. I'll be impressed if there's an inauguration for anybody on January 20th, whatever the date is. Uh, you're saying no inauguration? No, I'm just saying I'll be impressed if there is one at all. Oh, because of COVID. No, COVID and lawsuits and who and like whatever else, like just dragging this shit out. Oh, eh. <coughs> I don't know. Can't think about it. Uh, wait. So is Arizona? Arizona's officially Biden, like for real? I heard like the AP and Fox called it. Dude, Fox, Fox and AP called it on Tuesday, yeah. and CNN. Which just matters. NBC yeah. have not. But I'm here. I don't know. I'm hearing that Arizona Trump could make up ground. Yeah, I heard that too. This is a mess. So I don't know why. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. it looks like Trump's unless unless, <coughs> unless these uh, mail-in ballots are going to be are going to be like heavy duty for Biden. Like Trump's got a real shot here. Like you, Pennsylvania, he's winning pretty handily. George's George's uh, it's not as Pennsylvania he Biden's breathing down his neck. I got Pennsylvania got plus forty one thousand votes, that guy. He's up forty one thousand. Yeah, he was down like five hundred thousand <laughs> right. Tuesday all night. Right. These are all yeah. these are all males. Yeah. Georgia is only up he's only up seventeen hundred in Georgia, Trump. That's amazing. Last Democrat to win Georgia, I believe, was Bill Clinton, 92. Wow. Wow. Here we go. I like that. I'm, just, I'm sick and tired of these fucking maps. <laughs> Red counties, blue counties. The county thing is just yeah, we, mad. We did a little county talk. <laughs> we did. I know. We did do a little yeah. county talk. Oh, all right. That makes me wish Connecticut was a state, man. 
come give New Haven County a love. <laughs> the whole country, be, or not the whole country, but the majority of the voters will be cursing out East Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yes, Georgia, 1992. That's the last yeah. time. Because I, I believe in 96, Bob Dole actually won Georgia. He did, yes. There you have it. Wow, there's, you know, you're such a election historian. No, uh, no, we got into that, but I think we did actually get into a little bit of uh, of that. I think, but it was later in the night. I think that's in the hidden tracks that we're going to release. Uh, I don't know, slow week in February, fiftieth anniversary or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I talked about how Bush, or I think it was Reagan, won like forty eight states. In oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep. I think the last time Connecticut was blue was red was I I want to say 80, 88. Bush one. Bush number one. I mean, yeah, I think that's the last time Connecticut. I think Clinton Clinton flipped Clinton changed the game. Yes, flip flip the switch. Indeed. Well, Clinton Clinton's the reason we're a divided country. Blame him. <laughs> it all comes back to the Clintons. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get more, get the majority of the country to agree with you on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. And the world watches as we can't figure out how to fucking count in Pennsylvania. All righty. <laughs> All right, Ant. Let me get this shit out tonight. Good That's show, it. my man. I'll talk to you. I'll talk All to right. you. Later. All right. Later. All right.